It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. This is is the Go Birds Podcast. the go birds podcast presented by parks casino and sportsbook elliot shore parks james seltzer with you what up pal so we have a lot to talk about today do we do we have a lot to talk about <laughs> but i promise do we what are we talking about we got well, stuff? look they got zach Pascal. that's true what so, a move the zach Pascal emergency pod is finally here yeah, it's great. um but i promise at the end of the last <laughs> pod Pascal emergency. can you imagine oh god it's so depressing <laughs> it's, um, not, it's not, well, not depressing elliot. no we'll get into it soon so first of all I had like a lot of people reach out and said they listened to the entire college basketball betting pod. So oh, uh, what a shame! Because literally could not have, like, couldn't have embarrassed yourself more. It, it's the most like not only of course did I pick Kentucky to of win course, it all, yes. lost their first game, but like I was wrong about everything. I lost every bet I made. It Unfortunate. Un Elliot. It's honestly hard. To, like I would think statistically. Someone could not be as wrong as I was. Well, I figured you weren't doing well when you stopped texting me about what what, what we were betting. (laughs) I wasn't getting as much of that. But at the end of the last pod, I promised I would start this pod with a take I've been sitting on. Oh, you did? Yes. So we got got a lot of real ones out there? Yes. We need to make a real ones t-shirt. I saw someone suggest that. It's a good idea. idea. A little real ones t-shirt. So if you're- And you can get it by listening to a certain point or whatever. Not a bad thought. So if you're not a real one, this is a taste of what you're missing at the end of the pod. Yeah, it's good. So this is non-sports related. Good. I prefer it that way. I'm done with movie trailers. Like, oh, Elliot. Oh, my. All right. They're they're too long. They give away too much. Dude. They should be no more movie trailers. Elliot, this is a take I have had for a long time. Oh, really? Okay. So I refuse. I will not watch any trailers. I agree. I don't even want to know what the movie's about. I, like, same. I don't want, I want to know zero. Like, the less I know going into a movie, the better as far as I'm concerned. I think you should be able to say what the movie is like with a, a poster. Yeah. Or like I want to know who's line. in it. Like, yeah. I want to know 
action movie with yep. that blah blah blah. Boom. I agree. Done. Like well made action movie. Cool. I'm so, in. Let's watch it. Me. To Elliot, I, I feel so this is like one of my life things that I feel so yeah. strongly about. So me and Kristen were watching a movie. It was called like Fresh or something like that. Oh, Fresh. It's supposed to be good. My brother just told me about that. Yeah. All right. So I don't know I don't know anything about it. I just know oh. it's called Fresh. Well, then I don't know if I can tell the story. Oh, no! All right, how about this? Uh, here's what we're going to do. We're I'll just say this. The preview gives it away. Oh, okay, so don't watch the preview. And, like, had it not been for the preview, I would have enjoyed it more because I would have been like, wow, like, what a twist. But oh, I cool. knew it was coming, all so right, I was good. like... I will avoid the preview. I'm really happy you did that that way. That was That's yeah. the point, though. It happens all the time. You watch these previews, and you're like, well, I guess I kind of know what the movie is. Yeah, I guess that there's the big twist. It's a great take, Ellie. Thank you. Honestly, a, a Hall of Fame level take. I you love wanna, it. You want another twist? Please. Another take or another no, twist? Another twist. Ooh. Eagles receivers. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a take. Zach Pascal. Yikes. Look at what a what a what a pro. So, you what know, a pro. You go straight you move, from a, you move a the fire show movie take yeah. to hey, let's talk Eagles. That's how you move the show along. Yeah. I mean, because yep. I could have gone for hours about how much I hate movie trailers. Me too. I had another take I'll save that I already texted you. I'll save it for the end. Please. Okay, look at this. Begin and end with Remind a take. me it's about a number. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. excited about this. Okay. Uh, Zach Pascal. They did it! They got her. Is there anything funnier? The the whole PFF thing, period, is the funniest thing ever. Because yeah. if it's like, oh, he's the PFF Graham is the third best receiver. Everyone's like, look, he's great. Yeah. But since he was the last out of 94 qualified receivers, or worse than Jalen Rager, if that's humanly possible, everyone loses their mind. It's so great with that. Or people are like, nah, PFF, that's stupid. Yeah, well, that's it's like, PFF one or the other, man. You can't choose PFF when you like it. And you, you know what my thing is? I think PFF's dumb. And I don't ever and care don't. what they say. I like PFF. We're the opposite. Yes. I don't ever care what they say. It means nothing to me. But you got to be one or the other. You can't pick and choose. I agree. So, so Zach Pascal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what? I wish, I wish we are not a video pod, and I no. rarely wish that we were for the most part. It's probably good it's not, but in this case, I wish everyone could have just seen, like, yeah. it wasn't just a sigh. It was like a body sigh. So, it was just like, ugh. So here, my let, let me say the positives about Zach pa- Pascal first. <laughs> He's big. He, he is, honestly. <laughs> He's 6'2". Hashtag huge. But... He also is a competent receiver. Like, he is a professional NFL wide receiver. He... And people are going to laugh at this, but like he'll he'll run the right routes. He'll he'll line up. I'm not going to laugh because we have Jalen Rager. So yeah, I'm good with that. And honestly, Quez Watkins had issues with this last year. Like he will, he knows Sirianni's offense. He will come in and be. He will raise the floor of the unit. So and when he was under Nick Sirianni during their time in Indianapolis, he was on the upward trajectory. The last year with him as Sirianni as his coordinator, he had over 600 yards, five touchdowns. He was on his way up. Good possession receiver. So I think he's a big upgrade over like he's like what what you would hope JJ would be like baseline. <laughs> like he's not as yeah. special as you hope a second round pick would be. Oh, but he's man. had multiple years with over six hundred guy for what it's worth. Yeah, but he had, yeah, yeah. Multiple years with over six hundred yards. I mean he he does get like a fair amount of touchdowns. I think he has sixteen in his career or something mm-hmm. like that, which isn't a small big number. Big target around the red zone yeah. and all that stuff. So I think that's the positive. And Guess what? They're going to be another running. They're going to be a running team again. Oh, it looks like. buddy! And if they're going to be a running team again, he's a very, very good pass blocker. Oh God! Yeah. So that's so sad. Yeah. Let's talk about this receiver second. You know what he does well? He blocks. Good. Yeah. He's um, like JJ, but can kind of catch. It's pretty exciting. So now the negatives. Oh, good. Those weren't the negatives. Those were the positives. Like, 
It's just not an inspiring move. Yeah, you when you go say from that? talking about Calvin Ridley, like we made fun of the Christian Kirk signing, but like Christian Kirk's better than Zach. Way Basketball. better. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Allen Robinson, uh, Amari Cooper, like, Juju's better. Yeah. Uh, Juju's yeah, better. Juju's better, but I will say, let's like, do it this way. Juju's ceiling is a lot higher. Agreed with that. Yes. So, I just think like in an off season that has been disappointing, it's another move where you look at it and you're like. Like this is it? Like like where's the where's the where's the excitement coming from? Where's the big plays coming from? Where's like the guys that they're bringing in where you're like, "Okay, I know that guy is going to be really good for the team." And I know a lot of the reaction to the Zach Pascal thing was that, you know, they're going to go draft a receiver now and they could, like they could. But it's really risky to to depend on a draft pick. Like Devontae, what Devontae Smith Especially did, in their first year. Especially in their first year. What Devontae Smith did last year was special. It, it was unique. And even then, he was good. It's not like he was elite or anything. He had 916 yards yeah, or whatever. I mean, he was he was pretty good. He was nice. He was very I good. Think, but it's still like he wasn't... I mean, Jamar Chase was way better. Well, Jamar Chase was like the best receiver. I know, yeah. but my point is, if we're talking about like elite production, like even then, as good as Devontae was with a ro- as a rookie, and I expect him to be better in year two, I think he's great. It's not a rip on Devontae. No, I know. It's just pointing out how little rookies generally impact the game, yes. particularly at that position. Yes. And, you know, I-, I don't normally like using this take, but I think it's noteworthy here. Like, Howie has struggled drafting receivers. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm and I'm not like a trade your picks because Howie can't draft guy, but I think it's it's noteworthy that one position they have had trouble evaluating is receiver. Mm-hmm. So and then at 15, 16, and 19, like I don't think there's an obvious option. Like I think Drake London might be off the board. I saw Mel Kuyper's most recent mock had him at four, which, which is, is pretty wild. Wild. Yeah, it I seemed like, like Garrett lot, Wilson but... was gonna be the first receiver off the board for a while, and now it seems like London might have leaped over. Right. Him. So I like Drake London. Again, you who knows what he'll be, but like Chris Olav, like I guess, like I don't, I don't know if like I mean Garrett, Garrett Wilson, Wilson if he falls. Uh, yeah. Traylon Burks, like there are guys, but I don't see any guy like Jamar Chase. Like you knew that you you knew this guy Justin knew. Jefferson, this not as knew. much, but like this guy knew, this guy knew, yeah. <laughs> but uh, just bring me in, Howie. Honestly, but so my worry is with the Zach Pascal thing, and then you combine everything else, like. Where where are the weapons on this offense? Like I got it again, elite tight end. Devontae, I think you feel good about it. He's a very him. good receiver, yes. Yeah. But like they had those guys last year. Yeah. You know, and the offense struggled to score at times. So so I'm conflicted because I look at the offense and I'm like, well, what are they gonna be? Like you're you're basically, and this goes back to the quarterback discussion, but like you're basically just waiting to see if Jalen can improve. But also, let's be honest, like, what are they doing to help Jalen improve? Like, mm-hmm. is Zach Pascal going to be their big wide receiver move? If I'm Jalen, again, you have Goddard, you have Smith, like the running game. I, I get all that. But, like, that, like, I, I, there, it doesn't, to me, look like they're going above and beyond to put tools around Jalen. Okay, like, question for you along that. Because I want to get into the whole offseason and all that. But, but specifically with the point you just made. How much of that do you think is the Eagles not trying hard enough? And how much of that is players not wanting to come play with Jalen? So it seems like receivers they, specifically, yeah, right. obviously. So it seems like they had a deal done for Calvin Ridley, which I think is which would have been noteworthy. a choice by Jalen. Obviously, they would have. They would have. You mean by Calvin? But that's why for yes. Jalen, my point right. is different than a free agent now, saying I don't want to play there. I, yes, it's different. But I also think with these trades, like players have somewhat of say where they're going. He played with Jalen in college. Mm-hmm. So I, I think like that would be one where you would say like he was probably interested in going to play with Jalen. Mm-hmm. But I think when you look at the other guys, like Allen Robinson, I mean, 
of course you like he picked to be the basically I'm sure he'll be the number one receiver, but he picked Not to kind one. of be like I mean, Cooper Cup will be Cooper the number one. Cup, right, yeah, but number two. He picked to be the two. number two. Yeah. Like he picked to be the number two there. Um Juju Smith Schuster picked to go to Kansas City. Christian Kirk, obviously that's money related, but uh yeah, so I, I think it's a combination of things. I think one, that they they would like to put more talent around Jalen. But when you're a team that runs it all the time and you're a team that like has a quarterback that struggled in the passing game, yeah, it's hard to recruit these receivers. All right. Well, I want to get back to the Jalen thing, but quickly, overall, because we're talking about the uh, Zach Pascal signing, you know, let's be honest. It's just not exciting. Well, what's, I'm, like, yeah. It's not exciting. It's fine. Do I think he's better than Jalen Rager? Yeah. I think he's better than Jalen Rager. That's about as far as it's going. What about him versus Quez? I actually want to have a Quez discussion with you. I think Quez is better than Zach Pascal already. Definitely. Yeah. I th- look, I think Zach, I think Quez has shown more flashes that he could be good than Zach Pascal. So and again, I, this is someone who's like seen highlights of Zach. It's not like I watch every Colts game, but right. from what I see from Zach Pascal, so I agree that Quez has a higher ceiling than Zach Pascal. But I think, I think relying on I'm not saying I rely on Quez and be like, oh, Quez is going to be great. Like, yeah, I think it's a that, huge that's kind question of mark. Yeah, it's a huge question so I, mark. I tweeted something yesterday to the effect of like, like saying that Zach Pascal is better than all the receivers on the Eagles roster besides Devontae, and then like Quez, you can debate, right? And I think Quez has higher upside and elite traits that Zach Pascal does not. But, like, for what it's worth, Quez, like, dropped a wide-open touchdown in Denver last year. He got caught behind from behind on the he San Francisco one. He is far from a sure thing. He, exactly. Like, if, if as a six-round pick, if Quez has the career that Zach Pascal's had so far, I think that's a successful pick. Now, maybe Quez has a higher ceiling. Yeah, I think Quez is already, as a six-round pick, a pretty successful I mean, he, six-round pick. What's he have? Two career touchdowns? I can't remember. I like mean, he he had one last. Did he have one last year? He had one late in the the game that didn't matter. I think in the Dallas game, maybe or whatever. I think he had one. Oh yeah, right. And he had one against Arizona his yeah, rookie year. So, so Zach Pascal's never had less than three. So like, just for some perspective here, like, so and I'm not like trying to you know like rip on Quez, but I think if you're someone that's really excited about Quez, you should look at what Zach Pascal has done. And if you don't like the Zach Pascal signing, that should put into perspective where where Quez is at in his career. Cer- certainly possibly takes a big leap forward. Who knows, right? But right now, Quez is far from a sure thing as a number two receiver. All right. Uh, the offseason as a whole. I mean, I don't know how any Eagles fan can delude themselves into thinking it's been a go offseason. If you want to say, all right, I'm, I'm happy the Eagles are not spending money uh, so that they can kind of free stuff up for the future or kind of they should build and they shouldn't be going it for it this year and stuff, then fine. I can understand that line of thinking like, hey, you know what? This team's just not good enough. Like, don't use resources to try and be a little bit better this year and save for the future. That I at least get. But on the whole, in terms of if you're someone who want, wanted them to improve the team this offseason, like, it's Hassan Reddick, and that's it. Like, yeah. I don't know how you could possibly argue that this has not been, so far, an incredibly disappointing offseason. So, last offseason, we spent months, pretty much, debating Essentially the same thing. Yeah. I thought Fighting, they were, debating, I, yes. arguing, whatever you're I saying. thought they were better than you did, and you felt like they weren't. They were, you were, they were in a bad spot, mm-hmm. right? I felt strongly about that. Yeah. Like, all offseason, I felt very strongly about it. As strong as I felt then about how they were going to be better than people think, Uh-oh. my gut is telling me the exact opposite. Oh, buddy. Like, and it's just how I feel. I'm just being honest. Like, I see... And things could change, and we're not making our predictions for the season. Like, there's still the draft. There's still another wave of free agency. Like, all those things could change. But we're recording today, right? And today, I see bad things coming for this team. Oh, wow. I look at them, and I say, how did they win last year? 
They won last year with running the ball and defense. They did. Like well, I know people defense. hate well, running the but, ball. But let's be honest. Like the games that they won, it was because the quarterback, the, the defense beat up on bad quarterbacks. Sure. Right. Okay. okay right. I get what you're saying. So. They won last year with the running game and defense. And then Jalen, to his credit, made, at in some games, big plays at big moments, like third down, all those type of things. I don't think the way they won last year can be replicated. Now, I know their schedule is pretty easy this year as well, so I don't think the Eagles are not going to win four games next year. They, they will be, like, in the playoff discussion. But I, I think they are taking a step back next year. I, I don't think, as of now, they have done enough where I can look and say, this team will be better. And if they maybe if they hit on draft picks, that could change things. Obviously, or if Jalen does take a leap, yeah, I think that's the it. big, it's the big X factor. If Jalen does take a leap forward, like a lot of people think he will, and a lot of people think he won't, if he does, that changes the complexion of everything. Obviously, but like, let's be honest. Let's be honest. Whatever we think, and it, look, there's a large portion of Eagles fans out there who believe that Jalen Hurts is going to be great. That he's going to take a step. And forward. And to be fair, we did last year. We as did well. too. Yeah, and I and I still like a part of me. I definitely think it's possible. I just wouldn't bet my life on it or whatever, or bet, you know, something substantial on it. But, like, it's gotten to kind of a weird spot with this thing where where it's, you know, there are people who really, truly believe in Jalen Hurts and get angry. Yeah. Actually angry at people when they disparage him or even just say an opinion that he's not good enough or whatever. People lose their minds right now. Yeah. It's a weird time. Well, I think that's uh, that's partially Jalen. Like, Jalen is a very likable guy, mm-hmm. like, all those things. And I can see... I mean, look, we were on the Jalen train last year, right? Like, you look at Jalen, and there's a lot of things that you see that you like about him. Mm-hmm. But I also think what a lot of this frustration is, this team has done a bad job at quarterback recently, mm-hmm. right? Like, Carson in 2017 was elite. Outside of that, it's been, like, nonstop quarterback debate for years. And that's not something the city's really used to, if you think about it. I know that Donovan McNabb was a controversial figure, but there was, like, you know, eight years or whatever where it was like, he's the guy, and that's it. Like, so... I think it's been a long time of this team having uncertainty at the quarterback position, which is frustrating, but like that's the reality of where they are at. And here's the thing, and the point I was getting to with the idea of, of where this fan base is at right now, and it is split. I think probably more, I don't think it's split. more support for Jalen than not, I would say, but I think it's I think there's a lot of people on both sides of this in terms of what he yeah. can be. Here's the thing. No matter what Elliot thinks, no matter what I think, no matter what you the people on Twitter right. think, no matter what you think, whatever, the Eagles have tried to upgrade the quarterback position this offseason. They were in on Russell Wilson. They were in on Deshaun Watson. Like No matter what anyone wants to say, they were in on those guys. Like, they were flat out in on them. If it worked out and they could, whether Deshaun chose them or whether they could have packaged for Russell Wilson, that Wilson wanted to come right. here or whatever, like, Hurts would be gone. they would have done it. Period. End of story. So while I'm, I'm with it, and again, I'm, my whole position has been give Hurts another year and play it forward. I like C.J. Stroud. I like Bryce Young. Like, there are guys in that next draft. Someone else will jump up and be awesome, I'm sure. Like, I'm willing to play it forward and give Jalen a chance and hope that he takes a step forward. But let's be honest. The Philadelphia Eagles, in their heart of hearts, their actions have shown that they do not believe in Jalen Hurts to the same level that a lot of the fans. Well, and let's take it a step further. Their actions this offseason have shown they know the roster's not good enough. They've gone out and tried to do things, and they have not happened. Marcus Williams didn't come here. We went over the receivers, right? Like, they have been in on people. The Calvin Ridley trade. Cal, Cal, well, but, yes. They Cal, were trying to upgrade his mic. Correct, point. yes. Out, like, so the Eagles are telling you through their actions, they know the team is not good enough, right? And, yes, people could improve, and those things could take place. But, like, I look around just the league, and, like, I see all these teams adding players where I'm like, well, that guy's really good, right? Like, <laughs> like oh, like Allen Robinson, he's super good. Like, 
he'd be nice on the Eagles. Like, so I think like, like the fans out there, if you want to look for reason for optimism, it's like second year of Nick Sirianni. They do to a certain extent. A lot of players are young. Like Devontae could improve. Jalen could improve. Like, Devontae will improve. Devontae will improve. Dallas Goddard will improve. Yeah. Right. Like my only concern with Jalen. And honestly, as I look at, like, videos of Malik Willis, who I'm not even big on. Like, I'm really not a big Malik Willis guy. He might have the cannon on the arm that we've been talking about. Yeah, like, his arm is when pretty When we impressive. did the podcast yeah. talking about, like, the Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes game. He's and got Justin, that arm. He, I, and I didn't think he did. Like, I, and I'm the not— The ball I'm, flicks out of his hand. I'm not trying to get overworked at, like, pro day videos. But, like, dude, Malik Willis's pro day videos are sick. Like, <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. You know, like, it's like one of those throws where you look at it and you're like, yeah, that's— all right, I want to get into this, the the draft the quarterback thing in a second. Uh, let me remind you, it's it's the middle of, of March. We all know what's going on. I just told you I lost all my money. Guess what I did? Put more money in my account. Only way to live Download life. Download the new Bet Parks app. It is uh, The app is sleeker. It's fun to use. It is super awesome. Bet Parks PA and Bet Parks New Jersey. The sportsbook app is here. The new Bet Parks is a sanctuary. Where odds, bets, slots, and games, like games, casino games on there as well, come together in perfect harmony right in your pocket. It's simple sign up, fun to play, fast to withdraw. It's go time, baby. And let me tell you, this app is just phenomenal. Elliot and I have been having so much fun betting on us. Speaking of, of football, you can bet on football futures. Yeah. You can bet on basketball action, pro and college. College has been great, minus losing all my money. I had a lot of fun. Betting were fun betters. Well, just I mean, let's be honest. The college basketball is not a good product. It, it, oh, like it, the game it, itself. Like, look, it's a great entertainment event, and like it's exciting. Like there were games where I would look up, and teams would have like nineteen points. Yeah, there is some of it's rough. Some yeah. some missed shots, some missed free throws. Yes, it gets, it's pretty frustrating. A lot of shots. Pretty also, frustrating. You know what I noticed? Yeah. These college announcers call a three pointer a jumper. It's weird. Like four or five times they've been like he attempted a jumper. I'm like, it's a three. That was a three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a weird one. I also one. actually I have a really quick take. You ready for this? Sure. I think that it like only college kids should be allowed to cover college sports. Wow, that is an insane take. I think it would be good for the college kids. Like uh-huh. it would sure, think about the sure. exposure they would get. But I mean, like we're talking about like you know this is a big deal. Like yeah, so get let the college kids do it. <laughs> this is crazy. I'm just saying, if the whole point of college sports is to, like help these kids advance and like they're you it's know a, whatever, it's a great take. I think I disagree with. Think it, how but good I, it would be for some a college kids' I get, career if they're the it, only kid that I could think cover we it care too. a lot more about what it's like for us watching it than I do about some college kid getting the experience. Like good for you, kid. Oh, like I, I guess much rather have I guess Kevin, we're built different. I'm much rather have tell Kevin you. Harlan calling a game for me. Yeah. Get me all jacked up. I want to see there. college kids advance and do well in life. Kevin Maybe we're Harlan, different in that yeah, way. I guess we are. Yeah, yeah I just want to see everyone fail. That's me. Well, you know that's that. not surprising. Download the parks. Bet yes. parks app. It is a blast. You can bet on all this stuff. You can, while betting, have thoughts about whether college kids should cover sports or whatever. Yes. It's a beautiful thing. Download the app. Here's the deal. If you sign up now, you get first bet risk free up to $500. $500 risk free bet. Just use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G O B I R D S to get your bet. Risk free. Uh, your risk free bet is refunded. It's like credit the website has all details. You must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Preach. Gambling problem. Call 1 Andrew Gambler. All right. The draft the quarterback thing because I do think that's the next step of this next iteration of him trying yes. to upgrade from Hurts. Seriously, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, like yeah. we see that Kenny Pickett dinner's on the Eagles. Yeah. Eagles take Kenny Pickett out to dinner. You know, uh, you know where I stand on Kenny Pickett. Couldn't be more out. Um, I'm not there. Yeah, I'm definitely well, still. I don't know if I'm like in on Kenny Pickett. 
But the hand thing, it's bad. more of the two glove thing it's than the bad. hand thing. It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Look, Zoe's I, got bigger hands can, than Kenny Pickett. That, well, Zoe has a few. Zoe athlete. can swing it. Yeah, Zoe She's can lefty swing too. it. Yeah, it's I saw it with that bubble Good. machine earlier. There yeah. is there is few things in my life that I've been more excited about than my daughter being left-handed. I love it. It's like it's like the coolest thing that's yeah. ever happened to me. I love it. Maybe she'll so, be a pitcher one day. Full on lefty. Like cool. <laughs> as lefty as it she doesn't do anything right handed. She's just like full on lefty. It's a, wow. She kicks lefty. It's it's so cool. You're a lefty, right? No. Oh. That's why it's so cool to me. Because I'm not a lefty. How do you not know I'm not a lefty? I feel spent like you said all you were a lefty. Time together. No. I'm not left handed. That's why it's so cool to me. Because I see her doing it. I'm like, wow, I wish I could do that. So yeah. Cool. Anyway, <laughs> she'll gonna be a lefty quarterback someday. And her hands are already bigger than Kenny Pickett. <laughs> Who knew? So um so the Pickett thing, the Malik Willis thing, it does look like shocker. And granted, we all know every year, like, don't take too much, don't put too much credence in mock drafts. These things are all over the place with us. But it does seem like we expect it with every year, all of a sudden you're seeing some mock drafts, Malik Willis in the top five, Kenny Pickett in the top six. Like, yeah. This stuff is starting to happen like it does every year. Where are you at on on Pickett, Willis, the idea of drafting a quarterback? And also, will those guys even be there when the Eagles yeah. pick at this point? So the day after the Eagles lost to the Buccaneers, I wrote the Eagles are going to try to get a quarterback this offseason. Wow. So... I don't think that's going to stop. Like, even last year's draft, they tried to trade up to number whatever, three, I think, or two. Whatever the um, – yeah, I think it was number two or three to try to get Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Like, it was or they three, tried to get the three, they, but then they found they, Zach they Wilson found was going to. They found out that Zach Wilson right. was going to. So, so they have been trying to get a better quarterback for a long time. And when you have three first-round picks, you're going to try to get a quarterback. Like, it's a premium asset. So I do think the, the issue now is will they be able to get high enough? Like, I think Malik Willis is a top-ten pick. Oh, point. I think he's. I think both guys are going to go top ten. If I had to bet right now, I would bet both guys go top ten. Yeah, I think Willis goes top five, and I, I think I think the Panthers are taking one of them two at, at six, no matter what. Like whatever happens at the top five, whether one goes there or not, I think and Falcons at eight, maybe. Yeah, I think the Panthers drafting one of these guys is is a lock. Yeah, and honestly, I don't know, like of the of Kenny Pickett. And uh, Malik Willis, I don't know who I like better. I, I like really, Willis. I better. really like Desmond Ritter. I don't love either. Yeah, Ritter's getting a little shine. You're, you know, starting to get a little. He is. Little I buzz. think he's probably a first round pick. Yeah, I think he's getting there. Great athlete. I yeah. I like Willis better than Pickett, but I still stand by. I I don't. The hand thing is big for you. That too, but also the I don't want the guys who are like, oh, not first round guys, and then all of a sudden they're in the top ten, like. Well, no. that's kind of Willis a little. That's my point. I don't want either of these guys. Oh, okay. I don't, right. I'm saying I, I would take Willis over Pickett, like without a doubt, because of the hands. But I don't want either guy. Like I don't. I want. I want C.J. Stroud. I want some next year. Like I'm. I'm spinning it forward. Spinning Although, it forward. how much of that is dictated in draft coverage, though? Because like it could be that these teams always thought that they were these guys, yeah, and but, we're just uh, finding but out. But we've heard from everybody. It's not just the draft coverage guys. It's it's NFL scouts. It's all these people. Like, right. You, like and again, someone will be wrong about something. One of these guys will be great. Like, it, it, how often do we have a quarterback class where no one from the class is good? It's pretty rare. To your point, I do not think both Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis are on the board at fifteen, and I think there's a pretty good, a very good chance in either of them. Yeah, are. I think they're both gone. So the them. question would be like, if they get to like eleven or twelve. Oh God, can you imagine how? Oh, but especially with where we're at with the Hurts thing, we're talking about if they trade up. Like, it's one thing if someone falls to them and they just take them there and like whatever. If they use assets to go up and get one of these quarterbacks, like the city might melt down. Yeah. And they could do it. They might. They They're, could honestly again, do it. Again, they took Kenny Pickett out to dinner. And right? I think you you put it perfectly like, doesn't matter what I think, doesn't matter yeah. what you think, doesn't yeah. matter what whoever like the listener thinks right now. The Eagles, well, I shouldn't say that. The listener's opinion matters. But but the, not to the Eagles. Not the to point. the Eagles. Yeah. Like the Eagles have shown time and time again they are going to go get a quarterback. And also, like, look, 
I like Jalen, all these things. What's the Eagles' best chance of being better next year? Again, the quarterback being the, better. The quarterback yeah. being better, right? So, like, if you're someone that's, I think, fair to say in the same camp as me and James, where, like, the, un- the offseason's been underwhelming and you're not feeling great about the team going into next year, one way for that to change is for the quarterback to be way better. And if the Eagles think that Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett will be way better, then that changes the trajectory of the team. Well, yeah, I doubt they would be better in their rookie, particularly I, I Willis. Don't, I, don't, I don't know. Well, Willis seems pretty raw. Like, to step in and be better and hurts yeah. right away in the NFL would be unexpected. It would be unexpected, but, like, who has better physical traits? Well, I think if they drafted Willis, Hurts would still be the starter. Personally. Okay, so let, let's go down that road. Okay. If you draft a rookie quarterback, you have to trade Jalen Hurts. They won't. I, but I'm just saying, you have to. You literally have to. Ah. You cannot have Jalen, who's incredibly popular in the locker room, come in and be the guy and then also have the rookie. It is a recipe for it. Look, look, what, the, look what Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers has happened, mm-hmm. right? Like oh, Jordan, different. It's a different situation. Well, but the Aaron same Rodgers in the way, like, all-timer. yes, agreed, but ultimately, like, the Jordan Love pick is now a disaster. Because it is. But again, if you draft a rookie, you have to have someone in front of him that is not the guy. And honestly, just start him week one. I don't care if it's Malik Willis. Just start him week yeah, one. Yeah, I get your point. I don't fully agree. I understand your point. But, like, I think you could – I mean, like, because the Hurts thing is in and of itself, like, Hurts will try hard because he's going to try and get a job with yeah, someone else. his career. Right. Yeah. And ultimately, like, if he's, like, super great, then you've got yourself a situation that you can – it's better to have two good ones than, than one. Nah, I, and if he's not good enough, then it takes care of itself and you just move on to the next guy. And, you know, I, but I, I, think, I don't think it's as big an issue as you think it is. Well, but I, I, also, I know that it can be and has been in the past with other guys. I don't think in this situation it would be that. I mean, if you're Devontae Smith, right? You're Devontae Smith. You're on the roster. Jalen's there and Malik Willis is there or Kenny Pickett, whoever. Like, who do you, who who are you working with after – after uh, practice, who are you like going to work out with in the offseason, right? The guy that you think's the future of the team. Mm-hmm. And if they draft somebody, that guy's not Jalen anymore. Well, yeah, the future of the team's the guy they draft. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Correct. So, like, and we saw this with Carson and, and Nick Foles. Like, Nick Foles was more popular than Carson was in that locker room, and it caused issues. And so, like, they can't do it. And the other thing I'll say is the Eagles don't win the Super Bowl in 2017 if Carson doesn't start from week one in 2016. Like, you need the time and the reps to go through a year. So it would just be a disaster. If they if they draft a rookie and keep Jalen, like I'm not gonna make my prediction now, but I think it's it'll be bad. Do you think they'll draft a rookie? Like a quarterback. A, can I give you a percentage? Sure, of course. I think there's like a forty percent chance. See, I would be lower. I think it's more like twenty percent. But I okay. definitely think it could happen. Yeah. I would say the chance they draft a quarterback within the top two rounds, because I think the Desmond Ritter thing, Matt Corral, like Take one, take a shot on one of these yeah, guys. Like I, I could see that, and I don't think that's a bad philosophy either. Like, yeah, to, I think there's a difference between drafting Matt Corral as opposed to Malik Willis. Well, trading up for Willis or something. Like, if you trade up for a guy, it's like, all right, that's a dude, that's our guy. You know, whereas like if you take someone in the second round just because he's there and it's big, it's like hurts. But, but but if they do draft someone in the second round, like it's not with the guidance when they drafted Hurts in the second round. It was this is a backup. Yeah. That, oh, it would be a it would be a, like to a competition. Yeah. Mr. Competition, Nick Sirianni. Like, yeah, which would be great. Right. Well, it'd be I would phenomenal. Be, I'd for be content. all for that. Yeah, it's for like content, that Darren Rovell tweet ideal. where it's like, this is terrible for the country, but great content. Like, <laughs> this is terrible for the Eagles, but great content. That might be yeah. the pod title. It, that's actually a very good. Yeah. It's, I, I, I'm torn on the whole thing, and I, it, it's. It's not even fun to talk about the whole the quarterback thing. You know, it's like this offseason, it's like normally and look, we got to a point with the Wentz Foles thing where it was not fun anymore. Like we got yes. to that point. This offseason just hasn't been fun to talk about the quarterback. Well, thing. I think it's, it's interesting just, it's, because it's not fun. last offseason, 
it was ugly as well. Like people mm-hmm. were mad about the sure. Carson thing. They were mad about the Doug thing. They were mad about the Howie thing. They won four games. But I think last last offseason there was still like, well, there's there's newness. Like Jalen's new. Nick Sirianni's new. Carson's gone. Like there was a lot of like, uh, even though there was anger, there was also a feeling like, okay, well, this is like what they're doing. I don't know if I – I don't know if I feel that this offseason. This offseason feels like, like to me, this team feels like the Sixers before the process. Like, get in, six, seven, eight seed, good players, competitive. They'll beat most of the bad teams. They'll lose to most of the good ones. But, like, where are they really going? You know? Well, and that's I, what Howie talked about on with Spadaro that time that we both really liked when yeah. Howie was basically like, I don't want to be in the middle. Like, you and know? That's where they are. Yeah. yeah. And that, I think that's the well, word. And again, for me. and the, yeah, same. And the people who support Hertz will, Hertz will say, well, that's going to be okay because Hertz will take a big leap and he's going to be great and it's all good. And please, that And be if great. that happens, they that'd be will awesome. be. Yeah, that's they, best case scenario. Yeah. Best case scenario. Hertz goes out right and he's about awesome. Jaylen. And then we were right the whole time. We never Exactly. Bailed. Yeah. Correct. So uh, I, that's the best case scenario. And I hope, you know, all the people, everyone's so mad about it. Like, I hope that's the case. Like, I want Jalen to be great. That's my top choice. I just can't say that in my heart of hearts, I fully expected. Can, do I think it can happen? Absolutely. I definitely think that he has enough raw tools, enough physical ability and all that, that he can take a leap and become one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. But I can't say I expect it. Well, like, and this this aspect cannot be overlooked. Like, I think for a long, no, I shouldn't say a long time, but like, there was certainly a point in time where you could say correctly, the best case scenario for the Eagles is Jalen Hurts turns into an elite quarterback, mm-hmm. right? Now, I think you can make an argument the best case scenario for the Eagles is they draft a rookie and he's well, an elite quarterback. Of course it is. Because yeah. financially, I don't think there's any question yes. financially. Like the best case for, scenario for the Eagles is they draft a guy who becomes great. Exactly. And Wh- whoever that guy is, whether it's important. Ritter or Willis or anybody, I agree. I mean, yeah. that's the best case scenario for any team in the NFL. Yeah. Draft a guy and he becomes great because you get those five years of control at the cheap price. And we see it every year. We talk about it every year. The best, the most, uh, you know, the best asset you can have in the NFL is a great quarterback on a rookie contract. Like, yeah. that is the best and the single thing you can have. don't have that for much longer. No, well, that's the problem. That's the thing that makes the Hurts discussion interesting. Is like, Hurts basically has to, like, this Hurts, is it. This is the year. And he, and he has to take, like, a big league. Like, Hurts has to be a top 10 quarterback this year for the Eagles to think about resigning, I would say. I think that's mostly top a fair 10-ish, statement. Yes. 12, yeah, whatever. Right. You know what I mean? But, I like, agree. Really show that, hey, I could be one of the best. He probably has to throw 30 plus touchdowns next year. That's aggressive because they do run so much. If he but, but, if he, but, but they, if he throws twenty and runs for twelve and is just awesome, like that's a different. I don't. Well, I, you're right. You're right about that. Yeah. But also, like they ran it so much because they couldn't pass it. I, I like, get what I, you're like, saying. J- like Jalen has to show next year that they can win throwing the ball. I agree with that. And 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 you're right that when I say thirty, like that's just an abstract number. My point is his passing numbers have to be extremely impressive next year for them to give him a big deal. If he has. The same year he had this year, he's running around and the, like they're not going to pay him big money. I agree. They're just not. So like if, if he has to show, that's why I say thirty touchdowns because it's like that's like all right, you're like a legit like you are leading the team passing the ball. All right, a uh, couple things before we get out of here because shorter show today because big time over here has got to go on the afternoon oh, show. Big time. I mean, yeah, you carry know. the afternoon show. They're like Elliot, we need you. We can't get through an hour without you coming yeah, and well. do our show for us. When you're the beat writer, and that's they how need. they said it to you, right? They're like, Elliot, Essentially, save that was our the show. selling point. Yes. Yeah, that was Jack. He was like, Elliot, I don't know what I'm doing. It's <laughs> like, Jack, I got you. All right, so we're going to not forget your take on the way out because you promised it. Yes. Uh, before that, quickly, we talked so much about it leading up to it. Uh, may as well comment on it since it did happen. Deshaun Watson did get traded, just not to the Eagles. Yeah. Thoughts on that whole thing and the Browns just coming like, out of nowhere at the end and all that. 
I've never been more sure in my life that a move is not going to be we're not going to work out. Yeah, Deshaun Watson. I'm is, so happy. He's is not, not he's not going to win in I'm Cleveland. I'm so happy he's not here. The contract's a disaster, I, especially the way they structured it. It's like every could you dollar look like guaranteed. More of an asshole. Like yes. honestly, like come on, agreed. Like you look like so. It's so twisted that you did it. That and here's how I know it's not going to work like, out. Take a little hit. The guys get 230 million guaranteed. Like let him lose a little bit of money. Yeah. Also, like he wanted to go to Atlanta. And any time in life, and look, I'm not saying like you you have to make money part of your decisions. Absolutely. Well, it turned out it was the decision. Yes, him, right? absolutely. Yeah. He's so like, like, I wanted to win. Bull crap. But I just think when you're when your like heart is so set on something and you're like, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, and at the last second Elliot, someone comes in, point. You're right. you know, like it's never the same. You're gonna regret it. Yeah. There's no way he's going to enjoy playing for the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. It is not going in to Cleveland, work out. Cleveland, yeah. I think he's a great. And the point. money, look, like again, props to him. You know, like that's a lot of. I Props yeah. to his agent. Yes, props to his agent. David Moore get Mugaletta and and yeah. those guys. Not props to Deshaun. Those guys, no, yes. he, but no props. props to his agent. Props, props like, to his agent. That was a, a hell of a job. It is not- controlling the whole narrative. I mean, again, just the general the disgustingness of the idea yeah. and whether you know, again, we always and do they the legal did the salary. The fact that this guy with twenty two counts against him right now can completely control a situation like this and end up getting the most guaranteed money in the history of the NFL, like. I don't know how that could possibly not leave a bad taste in your mouth. And like, I just I'll don't know say how it couldn't. That in the pod we did before he got traded, we kind of talked about like how we would feel if they did it and all those things. After it was done and I saw like all the things that Brown has to go through, I am I am so happy, happy the Eagles. I'm so go. like happy. I was leaning that way anyway. I wouldn't have done it. But like seeing the reaction, it really was a reminder of like how ugly it would have been. I'm so happy they didn't end up with him. And again, to your point, like deservedly ugly. I mean, the whole way it was structured, the whole thing, like I'm uh, I'm happy we're not talking about yes. that right now. Um, all right, before we get to your take and get you out of here, is there any uh, any final football stuff you want to get to? I think they should. They need to. I mean, knowing they're getting right now is a difference maker. Like if they sign Jarvis yeah, everyone's Landry, gone. Jarvis Landry's not doing it for me. And they're like, probably not signing Jarvis Landry. They're after probably not. adding Zach Pascal. It's like I agree. Okay. Terrell Edmonds is someone I would go after the safety. Um, I mean, the Honey Badger I'm torn on. Like it's weird that he hasn't signed. And I also think if he didn't have his nickname, people wouldn't be as in on him. Yeah, I, he's very good, but I think that he, is he for very the, good. He has not. He, the Chiefs I, I are not bringing him back. I think he used to be very good. Yeah, I think he used to be very good. And now he's fine. He's good, the, but not worth the money he's going to get. I'm sure. Right. Not to and take again, it, not for this team right now. Like we talk about where they're at. Like it's just what is what is what does Honey Badger do for well, you? Well, they're going to have to win you, with defense. They get help you all you. win. Like are you one win better? Well, I think Honey it Badger? makes your defense better. Sure. And I don't want them to win with defense. But I'm just saying that's would be that's right, what it would be. Your boy out in front leading the leading well, the charge. It's a sad reality that Gannon's going to have to carry the team to the playoffs. Um, so no, yeah, I think uh, I think we're all good. Okay, take time. All right, how as a society do we allow the word twelfth to be spelled T W E L F T H? It to me, it looks like somebody spelt the word wrong the first time, and nobody's corrected them. It looks like, so frankly, what do, you, what do you want it? To it be? looks like an it's idiot 12. spelled the word. I mean, it is phonetically correct. 12th. I agree, but like, don't you, just, you agree? It looks like a dumb word. Well, I think I think the T W is a horrendous no, the F. No, I'm just saying to begin with the tw- twelve twelve well, sound. But two is like that. Yeah, I think it's a bad sound. No, a two is not like that. Two, it's, a, si- it's a silent W, dude. I'm talking about the T W sound. Right, I'm, We're I'm talking about sound right now. Okay, I'm talking looks. I'm talking. Oh, I'm talking sound. Uh, well, we're on I, two think different it, pages I think it kind of looks all right. The sound. No, whenever well, I see it on like a bill, not like a, a billboard, it's a but like a for not worth a mouthful. Whenever I see it like on a highway sign, I'm like, did they misspell that? So you, you want a V in there? Is what I want like a V. I don't. Twelve. Yeah, I don't. We can just still say twelve, but it looks better. It's a dumb looking word. 
if, if like I was a teacher and I was grading a paper and I saw that, I'd be like, look at this idiot. Well, it's the right word. And what do you want I'm to the do? idiot, but I'm just yeah, saying. You're the yeah. idiot. You'd rather but, them write one, two, T-H? Yeah, probably, honestly. <laughs> yeah, so I would not out on the word 12. It's a really weird take from you. It's a very specific word dislike. Every time I see it, I, I think it. I've never once had a problem with 12th. It's a weird word to say. I don't like the sound of it. It sounds weird. It's an ugly word. It's an ugly word. Look at you. Yeah. Like moist. People hate the word moist. That's like a thing. I'm fine with the word moist. It doesn't bother me as much. There are people like it actually, like Richie. Like Richie hates the word So my take on people that say the word moist bothers them is they're just doing it for attention. (laughs) There's no way the word- I love that you had a take on that. The funny thing is, is that you could- have the take that the people who do that for moist are just looking for attention, and yet you with 12, it's fine. Yeah, well, it's different. Well, because not everyone in the world walks around. Everyone walks around like, yeah. oh, moist, it's so bad. Like, chill, guys. You it's should bring this worse. to the First afternoon. Like, how do you even hear the word moist? You should bring this to the afternoon show right now. Bring this fire over there. Be like, well, hey, guys, you what I'm doing. Yeah. Exactly. All right, Elliot's got to go, so we're going to go. Uh, he's getting the thumbs up from Mike Reese. This is I know. big time right here. Wish me luck. Yeah, good luck, buddy. Go I would say real ones listen, show. but it'll it'll be over. It'll be At over. Real ones go in the Odyssey app. Go back to three o'clock yes, and listen true. to Elliot. Uh, we'll be back later in the week. A little Parks picks. I'm going to redeem myself. I'm going to pick. I believe here's anybody. what we're going to do for the Parks pick spot this week. I'm going to pick every game again, and I'm not going to suck. How's that sound? I believe you. All right. He's Elliot James. Talk to you soon. 